Okay. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Fourth Horseman podcast. I'm your host, Rossi Bratton. And today I have what I believe is some sort of message to give to you. I don't know if it's like a message from me directly, but just sort of a revelation that I've had um, lately. And I think I would be remiss not to share some of what I have been thinking about or coming to understand. I think it would be kind of selfish for me not to speak on it and see if it makes any sense to anyone else. And a lot of what you're going to hear in this podcast might not sound like it's in line with whatever you believe. It might be hard to believe. It might um, put be off-putting to you or something like that. But um, I can promise you that I'm not losing my mind. I can promise you that um, where I'm coming from is a place of good intentions and, you know, meaning well. And I just really want people to understand that this is something we should all be very, very conscious of, whether you consider yourself a religious person or not, whether you presently believe in in God or not, whether you are familiar with the story of Jesus Christ or not, I think this is a very important message that I am supposed to give to you today. And I was going to talk about something completely different. I was going to get into talking about the, um, the what is this, eight? Aiden somebody, I forget what this child's name is, but apparently he murdered uh, a 13-year-old girl and the community is just not happy about it. And, you know, I guess I can just, you know, say that and I can segue into saying that the devil is very busy right now. He is preparing something beyond our imagination, beyond our comprehension. And... I'm so hesitant to say this, but I think something of biblical proportions is about to take place here on earth. And I think um, there are a lot of signs all over the place that would indicate that something astronomical is about to take place with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict going on in the Middle East right now, and that coupled with things like the coronavirus still plaguing countries like India, uh, young people succumbing more to mental health issues, suicide, and things like that. All of these things are signs that directly point to something, and I'm not going to say it. I, I want to say what I want to say, but I'm not going to say it because some people are going to take it and they're going to say, oh yeah, you're crazy. You think that we're in the end times. You think that the world is going to come to an end soon or whatever. And I was in disbelief about it too. Like I, I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe that, you know, all of these things that I was sort of connecting um, started to make sense. And, you know, I'm just going to keep it real. 
Like, I've been kind of going through some things in my life and talking to God and praying a lot, like diligently and frequently and asking for understanding, asking for knowledge, asking for wisdom, asking for clarity, guidance, all of these things that many of us yearn for in our lives. And I wasn't really given much for a very, very, very long time. I had, you know, gotten to a point where I was, you know, doing a lot of things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. If I'm just being completely honest, I wasn't living the life that I know that I was supposed to be living. And I made countless errors and countless mistakes. And, you know, I, I, I prayed recently on Mother's Day. I went up to my local church and I prayed. I prayed like sincerely praying because I was in pain. I missed my mother desperately. And I was just in a lot of pain. And I prayed, I prayed a very specific prayer about asking God for answers, asking God for forgiveness, asking God for clarity to see things. And he told me like that, I don't know how to make sense of this. It almost sounds crazy. And I'm almost like, I don't almost want to say it because it doesn't make sense to a person that hasn't been where I've been. But he told me that, you know, there are things that are about to happen that are going to test not only my faith, but a lot of other people's faith as well. And that the people that remain faithful will be rewarded beyond beyond anything we can even imagine, okay? And this is coming from somebody that didn't necessarily used to believe. Um, no, no, I take that back. I always believed in God, okay? There was just a, there were times in my life where I kind of turned my back on him and I wasn't living um, as a person should if they consider themselves to be Christ-like, a Christian of a child of God, if you will. And it took some time for me to take a hard look at myself and say to myself, you're not doing this properly. You're not living your life properly. All of these things, the reason you're in pain, the reason you suffer so much in your life is because you have not been living the way that you're supposed to. And I know many people my age probably know that but they choose to do everything except change. And for whatever reason, I think God, after my praying and after my, my, my pleading for answers and my pleading for salvation and to understand, I think he's giving me this information to try to help people come to him now before it's too late. And whether you choose to do that is completely up to you. I'm not going to sit here today and force you to listen to my podcast and force you to receive God into your heart. I'm not going to sit here and say you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior who died on the cross for your sins and everything like this. But I'm here to tell you that I had my doubts for so, so long I used to revile 
devout Christians. What does that mean? I mean, I used to think that they were fanatics that just were no more credible and no more sane than the people that thought aliens existed. You know, people that believed in spirits and angels were all sorts of wackos and fanatics and zealots who just had nothing better to do than persecute those of us who chose to exercise our free will. But it wasn't until I went through some things in my life that I, I began to understand that there are forces at work in the world and beyond the world that are constantly at war with one another. Forces that are good, bad, righteous, and demonic. And that I think these forces are going to clash harder than they ever have very soon. Why am I saying all this? Like I said, I've been praying for a while for answers from God. Recently, he set me free from something that I have been burdened with for a very, very long time. And it was just yesterday that I felt free, free for the first time in my life for a very long time from all the things that were keeping me miserable, keeping me sick, keeping me blind to the truth. I prayed specifically, these were the words I prayed. I prayed for knowledge beyond understanding. What does that mean? You can know something without understanding it fully. The prayer I prayed specifically was for knowledge beyond understanding. That meaning that I can know something and know it to be true, know it to be factual, but still not be able to fully understand it. Now, let me just get into what I want to speak on. And this is really hard for me to do because God is working in my life in ways that I never would have imagined he could. And he's showing me things. And I think he's, he's, he's telling me that it would be almost a sin to be silent on this because people need to hear. I was, you know, browsing the internet, YouTube more specifically, just listening to a lot of the updates from the Israeli and Palestinian conflict and about how Lebanon has allegedly aimed a few missiles at Israel. And time and time again, you know, in praying and talking to God, he, he turned me to the book of Matthew to read about nation rising up against nation, kingdom rising up against kingdom, and how people shouldn't be alarmed because these things are supposed to happen. And people were telling me, Rossi, that doesn't make any sense because Throughout history, there have been countless wars, countless instances in which this passage could be applied. And you choose to take now as the time to say, yeah, Matthew, uh, I believe it's chapter 24, verses 6 through 8 are the ones. This is the time now where that verse is applicable. And in fact, it is the only time that verse is applicable. That's what I argued. And a lot of people uh, took serious issue with that. 
and I don't blame them. It is only natural as human beings for us to have doubt. Have doubt in ourselves, have doubt in our purpose, have doubt in God. But, uh, you know, I prayed on this. I prayed to get the answers that I sought, you know. And as I was browsing YouTube today, I, you know, came across this video, one video. You know, it was just one. I think it was posted April 27th of this year, about two weeks ago. And it was about a woman who was describing what she called a rapture dream. One in which she said she looked out of her window and she could saw, see this, this, this illustrious, beautiful rainbow stretching across the expanse of the sky. And she said that, you know, eventually she realized that there were things going on that weren't necessarily um, in line with natural things that happen here on Earth. And eventually she went on to say that she witnessed in her dream countless souls ascending upward into the sky, being taken up to heaven. Countless. Now, I just, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I just took this as a grain of salt and I continued with whatever I was doing, just messing around on YouTube. And then I came across this one video specifically, this nine-year-old girl who seemed like the most innocent and pure person, the most innocent and pure child on this earth. And what she said literally shook me to my core about her having a rapture dream as well. And that video was posted three days after the last rapture video I watched. These so-called dreams that people are having. I just want to preface this by saying I do believe God works in mysterious ways. I believe that when we ask to be shown things, he doesn't always do it in the way that we want him to. I think he has the ability to communicate to us in many different forms, through many different people, in many different ways. And I don't think it was a mistake in me seeing this video. You know, I don't at all. But, you know, just let me, I'm just going to get into it. This nine-year-old girl was talking about this rapture dream she had. She said she was sleeping in her bed at night and she was awakened to this immense bright light that she seen, She said just seemed to just take up the entire room. Okay. This is a nine-year-old girl, okay? And the way she described all of this was in such great detail. It was like a, a child doesn't have the ability to create images, create uh, depictions 
and tell give such details in the way that she was. She said the light came and she saw a figure with raised hands. She said it was God coming through the light that she saw. And she said around him, on each of his sides were angels. And among them were smaller creatures who I, she described, had bows, kind of like the, the cherubs we associate with in Valentine, on Valentine's Day. This is what she saw. And she said God came and he had his hands outstretched and up. And she said, these were the words that she used. She said there was an invisible golden staircase that God walked down. And eventually she, you know, she said she saw her old dog that died and was there. And she saw all most of her family there with her. And she, 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 she called out to God. She said, hi. And she said, God said hi back. And she said that, you know, she was looking. She said there were clouds somewhere where she was. She said she started moving the clouds like she could physically, you know, manipulate the clouds and move the clouds. And she said... Below the clouds was the earth. And she said she saw, she said, countless souls ascending upwards. I don't know why she used the term souls. I don't even know if a nine-year-old can comprehend what a soul is. But she said she saw souls ascending upward to heaven. And she said, the, the next part of this is what really got me. She said all these souls were coming to heaven and then for hours and hours and hours, she said. And then afterward, she said the whole world, everything, everything in the world, everything on the earth turned red. The grass was red. The trees were red. She said the clouds were red. The sun was black. And I'm thinking to myself, and oh no, and she said the grass had become like fire. And she said the devil came down to the earth with a staff. And she said ugly wings. And there were people there on the earth as it had turned into this red planet that were begging. And this little girl said she saw the devil turn these people into ashes. She saw the devil turn these people into ashes. And then she said that she and all the people looking down at what was happening on earth from what I was uh, what I would assume was heaven. She said that she and all the people there began to pray. Pray for them. And everything else like that. And. She said that, you know, God came down and these people that had been turned to ash were suddenly brought back to life. And they too were brought up 
to heaven and she said there was a table. She said there was a feast. She said there was wine. She said there was turkey, mashed potatoes, and a great big table with a lot of chairs prepared there. And she said there were flowers, purple, of all colors that were just, it seemed to be cascading down all around her. And from everything between the invisible golden staircase to the the sun being black to the devil with his staff turning people into ash and God uh, coming out of the light and the angels that were surrounding him. In my spirit, I felt compelled that this little girl saw something and it wasn't just something. I believe this girl received a message from God. Why would God give a child such a dream? Why would God give anyone such a dream if he was not trying to tell them something right now in this present moment? You know, I used to not be this. I used to not have this much faith as I do right now. I used to doubt. I used to doubt God. I used to doubt the presence of heaven and the existence of heaven. I used to doubt hell. I used to doubt demons. I used to doubt all of it because I was too wrapped up in the world. I was too wrapped up with what I could see and what I could feel and what I was here on earth. But when this little girl finished telling her story in all the details And after I realized I had prayed to God to give me something, to tell me something, to to offer me some understanding, some reassurance, some peace, I found this video. And it was the most compelling thing I probably have ever watched in my entire life. And I mean that sincerely. I believe sincerely with everything going on in the world, you know, it might not be anytime like in the immediate future, but I believe we don't have long before this child's dream might come to fruition. So if, if, you know, I, like I said, I believe God it works in very mysterious ways. I believe he works through people. I believe he communicates to people so people can communicate to other people and those people can communicate to other people. And the message that God is trying to, to deliver to a single person can be delivered to many people. I do believe that with all of my heart. I welcome all the doubt in the world on this. I welcome all the skepticism and the controversy and the doubt on this. I I welcome it with open arms because I just, you know, I prayed for so long for understanding and I think God is finally giving it to me. I really do. I don't know how to make sense of it. You know, no, it's the knowledge that God is giving me. I think the understanding is, is still to come, you know. But the knowledge, the Bible says, you know, I'm just going to say it. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And that's specifically what I prayed for. So I 
was basically praying to God that I wouldn't perish. And I didn't realize that until just this right right now. Just thinking about all this. And for the past couple of days, I'm telling you, telling you, God has woken me up with a new revelation every day about my life, about how he's working in my life, about how I can work in other people's lives. And just, you know, I had to, I, I'm starting to understand there's a lot of things that, you know, I have to give up if I ever want to be worthy enough to be called into his kingdom. There's a lot of things I have to do. And, you know, when I heard this and I realized that these two rapture dream videos were posted not that far apart from one another. I'm saying, OK, God is talking to some people right now. God is trying to tell some people and touch some people and tell them that he's coming, that the people that are faithful to him, the people that turn to him and repent and declare that Christ is the Lord that died on the cross for their sins, the people that turn away from sin and revile the devil and turn away from their evil ways will be the people that are taken up to meet God, a place where no one can describe it. We don't have the words to describe it. This little girl called called the steps that she saw invisible gold. What? I can't even make sense of that. Invisible gold. And I've I've you know listened to a few different you know so called testimonies about people that claim to have seen heaven and many accounts testify to there being a gold road gates angels the throne of god this little girl's dream this little girl's testimony was in line with the other testimonies that i had heard and these people don't know one another these people probably will never know one another. But their accounts of what they saw were almost too similar. And like I said, man, I welcome the haters, the naysayers, the people that want to be like, we got another Jesus freak starting a podcast. We got another Jesus freak trying to get people to turn to God and give up their evil ways and calling everyone that's just living their lives like normal people evil. But I'm trying to tell you that God is real. All right. This is coming from somebody that used to have some serious doubts going through some things, living my life, doing a lot of things that were just no good for me, hanging around some people that were no good for me. And I went through some things in life. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And I asked God a lot of the time, like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you taking my mother away from me? What did I do? What can I do to make it right? Why are we suffering here on the earth? 
And, you know, I'm so I'm so hesitant to share, man, because, you know, I believe every good thing happens when it's supposed to. I believe timing is imperative to everything, which is why God doesn't always work the way we want him to when we want him to. Sometimes he waits for us to come into our own understanding to see the truth, to turn to him on our own free will, which he has given to us. And I think that's what he's done to me, for me. And I do believe God is working in ways through people to, to, to tell people that he's coming back, that he's coming back. And the people that know of him and the people that know of the sacrifice his son made to the world are going to be saved from all of this chaos that we're witnessing with this war, with this sickness, with this, with this death, with this hardship. I think God is trying to tell us we don't have much longer to get right with him, which is why he's working in my life in the way that he is right now, encouraging me to get right with him. You know, tomorrow's not promised, friends. Tomorrow's not promised. All I have to say to you is, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose in choosing to believe that God is real? What do you have to lose in choosing to accept him into your heart? And know that he gave you life, which is the reason that you draw breath into your body, the reason why your heart beats, the reason you have eyes to see and a mouth to speak. What do you have to lose in accepting that? That's, that's, that's the question I leave you with. You know? I would sit here and implore you all to turn to God now more than ever. But, you know, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice that people are going to have to make for themselves. And that choice, I, I really do believe, will be the difference between life and death eternal life in eternal death. And I think that's all I really have. You know, this might be short. You know, I, I didn't really want to get all, people are going to say religious or whatever, and I'm just like, you know what, you can call it whatever you want. Call it whatever you want. Trust me, I, I would not be on here speaking as openly and as, as, as devoutly, as, as honestly as I am right now if I did not believe the words that were coming out of my mouth, the words that you're hearing right now. I wouldn't be hopping on here and saying any of this if I didn't truly 100% believe it. So... I just want to leave something for all of you to be mindful of. To count your blessings, to pray for those that need it, pray for yourselves. And if you choose to, you know, 
turn to God and know that despite everything going on around you, despite all the news coverage of the war overseas and the virus in India or the situations in your life that life ain't going the way that it's supposed to right now, just know that if you have faith, and faith is a hard thing to have. If you have faith, just know that all of that will be overcome and taken care of. That is what faith is. Faith is 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 knowing without understanding. Faith is 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 seeing without sight. Faith is faith is what walks through fire because you know that you will not get burned. Because you've been promised that you will be protected and kept safe. That's what faith is. It took me 22 years of my life to understand what it really means to have faith. Faith in something other than myself. Faith in something other than my fellow man here on earth. But faith in something that is responsible for everything that ever was, ever, anything that that is anything that ever will be that's a faith that i can't i can't describe to you and for those of you that seek it i truly hope you find it because it is a powerful thing and i think that's the message i have to give to you today you all be well take care and you'll be hearing from me again next week, same day, same time. Until then, God bless you all and be well. Thank you.